Welcome to On the Air with Sonny Clark, your internet radio source for all things Rowlett and the surrounding areas. Join Sonny Clark as he talks to vital people in the area on subjects that affect Rowlett. Listen for the community's calendar, sports, politics, and more. So now, here's Sonny Clark. All right, everybody, welcome into On the Air with Sonny Clark. It's Monday. It is December 12th as we are lined up here as folks one of the biggest things that are on Rowlett's mind of course is the holidays and everything but a close second if we all really think about it is is that we're coming up close to one year the anniversary of the Rowlett tornado and the areas thinking about it and there's going to be yeah, I don't want to call it celebrations, but remembrances of the tornadoes, things of that sort around in the Rowlett area for that, the anniversary of this. It, it, obviously, quite possibly, if not the biggest story in the history of Rowlett is the tornadoes. And the idea of what I went out today or not today but just like recently and was talking to people who didn't necessarily know who I was uh, out there and talked to people about what's going on what are people thinking about one of the things that they are thinking about without question is the anniversary of the tornado that I will tell you is right there it's still fresh in a lot of people's minds it's also something that won't be forgotten in this area i i believe that a hundred percent now as time goes by and this is something that this country and i was talking to one person about it as I was sitting in the Starbucks, just yapping it up with people. One person made a statement that was, I think, quite interesting. I guess is the best way to say it. But the fact that it was mentioned, obviously, I don't think that she's, and I was talking to a lady, I don't think she's thinking you know, like anybody else. I think that, you know, a lot of people think the same way that she was. Is, is that it's a shame that we don't have the same type of response, you know, not even eight months after it compared to, so it started really kind of slowing down in about August, you know, where people just kind of faded away and moved away from it. And I thought that was an interesting statement that was true. People move on. People do it. But here's one of the things that I know about not just Rowlett, not just Texas, but just this country, is is that that whole situation is a horrible situation. It looked like a battleground forever, by the way. But what this country does best is pick up and not forget, but they got to move on. This country, this 
even the state. I mean, look at look at Van. I mean, Van is a good example of that. They still have things going on as far as fundraisers and things like that. Um, and I'm going to actually try to bring in Terry Cox and speak to him about that um, here in the next show. And uh, Terry Cox, the folks don't know, he is a big time supporter of the Texas Revolution indoor football team. But also was a big time, he lived in that area, um, and he has a business that works with fundraisers. So I'm going to have Terry on my show, hopefully. I'm trying to uh, coordinate some time to speak with him. And maybe talk a little bit about the situation down in Van. I mean, because they had a tornado uh, not more than uh, a year before that, really short before a year, and how that part's going. So we can kind of get an idea because he's deeply, deeply enrooted in that situation. So we can get a comparison of what's going on in Van compared to obviously what's going on here in Rowlett. So I'm going to bring Terry Cox on, good guy, and uh, we'll talk to him about that. That having been said, the one-year anniversary is fastly coming up on us. There's going to be uh, a get-together, quite possibly a couple of them, uh, for the remembrance of this, and we'll try to keep you informed on when those are happening. They are happening on the day. They're happening on the 26th of December. I mean, this remember, this tornado hit the day after Christmas. So not only was it a tornado that uh, really ripped up this city, the timing of this tornado... The day after Christmas is one of the things that really kind of sticks in people's minds right here in Rowlett. And I know it does for me. And the people that I've talked to just kind of, you know, you know, chewing the fat with people around in the area as I will go around. And I'll sit in a coffee shop like a Starbucks or over at Dal Rock in the 66, there's a Starbucks and a nice sitting area there right in front of that fireplace and stuff. I'll just go there and I'll sit there and I'll just talk it up and figure out what people are thinking about here in Rowlett who don't necessarily know who I am. Just some nut talking to them <laughs> at a Starbucks. But I do know that this is one of the things that is still on people's minds. So, obviously it hasn't been forgotten. Obviously, the timing of this makes it kind of hard to forget as well, as it was the day after Christmas. So, um, we'll keep you in, uh, informed on what's going on there. Um, it is Monday. It is the 12th of December. We are one game away, uh, one day removed from the Dallas Cowboys taking their second loss out on the season. We'll talk about that a little bit more in the show a little bit later on when we do the second portion of this in the sports area. And the big joke that's going around, I put up on my my Facebook, you know, you can't you can't spell Dallas without those two L's. So, um, <laughs> but. I, a good loss, bad loss, we'll talk about that in the second portion of On the Air with Sonny Clark when we bring in Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, as we'll talk a little bit of sports. And a little bit later on the show in that sports section as well, we're going to bring on the head coach of your Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team, Jason Bush. An interview I had with him a couple of weeks ago. A lot of things that are relevant still. Um, and I didn't get an opportunity to get it up there. So I want people to hear. And, and uh, by the way, just within 
kind of bring a little bit of the Couch Potato Sports Show here early on in this show. I get that we live in a football state. I get it. I completely understand it. Because when I moved here back in 2005, okay, I rolled in here on Labor Day or uh, uh, Memorial Day. Literally, the day of Memorial Day. And that, the thinking of what Texas and football is, how big it is, um, it really just kind of engulfed me. Whether it be the football game itself, whether it be the stadiums, whether it be the emphasis on cheerleading, lots of things. So I you know, I get how big it is, but we can't forget about the young men that are battling for the Rowlett name for the varsity basketball team. As they got a game tomorrow, as they're taking on Louisville, uh, the Eagles from Louisville, or not Louisville, Richardson. So the Richardson Eagles come in to take on your Rowlett Eagles. So this one here, this one here, they're going to duke it out. They with another team, you know, who's the bigger eagle? Although, in the Curtis Caldwell Invitational, the Allen Eagles did beat your Rowlett Eagles in that championship game. But, who's the bigger eagle happens yet again on Tuesday night with your coverage on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So let's not forget about those guys. Get out there if you can. Folks, the game is not long. It's an hour and 15 minutes of your time. Roll up there. Support these young men. Because I, I, I will tell you, it's a, first of all, it's a great sport. That in itself is awesome. Second of all, you get to see the quality of this coach. And I'm talking about Jason Bush. And we're going to talk to him a little bit later. You'll hear the quality of what this guy is. And you will like him. I'll guarantee. Um, if you have, if you don't know who Coach Bush is, by the time you're done listening to him talk here on this interview here on the air with Sonny Clark, you'll you'll have a new love for this guy. We need to bring attention to the Raleigh Eagles varsity basketball team. That has got to be one of our goals. So let's do that. Let's start bringing people out. And granted, district play doesn't start until uh, the, I think it's the 27th. I'll I'll verify all this a little bit later. Toward the end of the month, where they start with Naaman Forest in district play. And then, obviously, January. See, all the games that we're bringing here on the Couch Potato Sports Show are extra for my sponsors of Rowlett Eagles uh, sports. I don't promise games before January. And right now I already got three games in extra. The ten, uh, Tuesday it's going to be the uh, fourth game. We're going to have a lot of, uh, hopefully have a lot more games in extra for my sponsors. So that having been said, that's why we're here. That's what was going on here as far as Rowlett is concerned. We're going to dive into a lot of news and notes that are happening here, keep you updated on a lot of stuff that's happening right here in Rowlett. 
And that's what we do here on the air with Sonny Clark. So let's take a quick break here on the couch. Well, I almost did it. On on the air with Sonny Clark. Of course, this show being brought to you by two main sponsors. Of course, that's Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors and Nest Egg Wealth Advisor, Mr. Rick Lucas. Great guy, by the way. And, and so is Butch Wesson, by the way. Two quality guys with two quality businesses right here in Rowlett. Whether you have things that are going on in your home and you need things fixed and you need somebody you can trust that you will get the job done correctly, not half do it, and make sure that the quality is what up to your standards, never mind Butch Wesson's standards, but at least up to your standards. Talk with Butch Wesson of Wesson General Contractors. And if you have a, a portfolio as far as your financial you know, future is concerned, you have to speak to Rick Lucas. Rick Lucas, first of all, he's a down-to-earth kind of guy. Second of all, you can have a beer with this guy, you know, being one of the guys that, you know, you can speak to and have a good time with. But he also looks and finds a way that you can benefit with your nest egg for your rest of your life to make it bigger, to make it better, to spend correctly, spend wiser. That's what Rick Lucas does over at Nest Egg Wealth Advisors. So make sure you get the opportunity to you know, chat with those two guys as they are the main sponsors of this show. On the air with Sonny Clark, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Relev 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors. Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. 
Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sonny Clark, radio voice at your rally at Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas or give them a call at 214-888-2848 or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Oh yeah, the best Christmas song ever. Mr. Elvis Presley. This is one of my favorite songs in Christmas. I don't, and, and I don't like Christmas music at all. That's right, Santa Claus hanging around. It is the holiday season, by the way. Got no sleigh with reindeer. That's right. No sack on my back. That's right. You wanna see me coming? In a big black Yes, it's Christmas time, pretty baby. That's right here on on the air with Sonny Clark. Little little jolly music here today. So with lots of things going on in Rowlett, of course that's what we do here. We talk about the community. We talk about what's going on in Rowlett. Welcome back into On the Air with Sonny Clark, uh, folks. Just to let you know, uh, the St. Mark Children's Choir and the Lakeshore Brass they got a concert at 8 p.m. on December 20 or December 16th. Uh, at uh, St. Mark Catholic Church in Plano. Uh, if you get the opportunity to head on out there, 1201 Alma Drive. Uh, so it's going to be the Lake City, uh, Lake City's uh, choir and the traditional choir from St. Mark's. So check that out. It's kind of cool. It's uh, your very own community choir over there. So uh, check that out.
By the way, just want to let people know a couple of things. I, you know, I'm I don't like to cook. I I'm not this guy. I'm not this guy that's going to sit in front of an oven. Although, if you checked out, I did do a turkey on Thanksgiving. But all the other stuff, man, I don't want to jump into. I it, it's hard work especially at the holiday times folks so let me just give you just a little hint check out guy new and dickie's barbecue i mean if you like turkey i'm I'm gonna tell you right now some of the best turkey breasts that you're ever gonna have is over there at dickie's barbecue so you can check it out um and get that all squared away uh if you don't want to cater Dickie's Barbecue, get them checked out. Also, Kiki's Mexican Food, okay? They also cater around this holiday time, man. When you got a bunch of people coming in, make sure you check out Kiki's. They can get you all squared away. Um, You know, a little bit different, obviously. I mean, I don't know how many people would have Mexican food on the holidays, right on the day of holidays, but uh, they can get you all squared away as well. Just some things that I've been running across. Uh, You get a great deal. Uh, You get smoked turkey, $49.95 over at Dickie's Barbecue. If if you want spiral cut ham, it's uh, $59.95. Uh, Cajun fried turkey is $59.95. And if you want prime rib, it's $89.95. That includes your that includes all the stuff uh, that you want. If you want to get all squared away, the big time holiday feast. If you want everything involved with it, uh, you can get that all squared away with the choice of ham, turkey, are, I am that'll get you squared away for 109.95 if you want ham uh, or turkey if you want prime rib it's 139 but listen you get all this other stuff uh, uh, cornbread dressing and uh, gravy green beans but bacons baked potato casserole by the way awesome and I'll even stop by and just pick up some of their rolls, some of the best rolls right there at Diggy's Barbecue. So I just wanted to give some folks a heads up on what's going on out there so you'll get an opportunity to get it all squared and uh, not have to work too hard right here on the holiday time because that's one of the things, that's the hardest thing. I mean... Some people think family is hard, and it is. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you hear the horror stories that, you know, you love your family, but you want to be away from them. Um, you, so you hear the horror stories. That having been said, don't add another horror story on there while you got to try to cook for about 15, 20 people. Cater it out. Check it out. That's just a couple of folks that I know that are good um, uh, as far as the catering is concerned. So check out Guy New over at Dickie's Barbecue. And, of course, if you want a little different kind of catering at the holiday time, uh, check out Kiki's. Uh, pretty good food over there. Now, what we talked about earlier in the show, in the first segment, about the remembrance, the anniversaries, and things like that. So let's go over that as the Rowlett. This is sponsored by the city of Rowlett. On December 26th, it's going to be around you know, a, last year, that tornado hit around around it was around seven o'clock i think it was because i remember um we were we were under the uh stairs at that time uh hit by the uh ef tornado right through it was about a half mile wide and went about four miles um and this was the totals just so everybody 1,296 homes and businesses were directly impacted. 23 
individual was hurt and we only lost one. And that was actually weeks after that we lost. So um, they tried to save him. But uh, the tornado anniversary remembrance, it's been a year since one of the most impactful events in the community has occurred. So uh, it's changed a lot of people in a lot of ways. And the things that we do and what we do and how we understand things. So... The city of Rowlett is in there. So I'm, I'm reading off of this flyer. They're absolutely right. Um, it made us much stronger though, right? This, I mean, this whole thing, you know, the community was strong. Um, it's still strong. And it really, really showed what this community is all about, in my opinion. It really did. It showed what kind of community that we have right here and brought us together and closer. You got to know the mayor on, you know, he he was out there. I mean, this guy has a job. Now, granted, remember, the mayor don't get paid for this job. He gets a stipend and the folks that stipend is nothing. And this guy spent a lot, a lot of time away from his job, taking care of his city. So on Monday, December 26th at 4 p.m. at the Schrady Blue Bonnet Park. That's located at 4701 Sunnybrook Drive in Rowlett. Going to be there. They're going to have a remembrance ceremony. Uh, they're going to go over uh, a new design for the park. will also be on display. Um, which, when, when it's complete, it's going to feature the reflection of the area housing and the uh, memorial uh, sculpture that's up there. You can check that out. Rowlett Chamber of Commerce Foundation is helping with this, so make sure you get an opportunity to check it out. That's the city one that everybody, I, I think, I think, I think they're going to be amazed. I think they're going to be, I, they're going to, I think what's going to end up happening, so many people are going to be there. I don't think they're going to expect that many people there. And they're going to blow that off the wall. So if you get an opportunity and you want to to participate in something like that, the city of Rowlett is right there. They're going to get that done for you. Um, Again, you know, like it said there on the flyer, the most impactful thing in history to really affect this area. So get that checked out as you got the opportunity uh, to get over there. The Chamber of Commerce, great people there, by the way. And my schedule got me back up on Thursdays. I used to be able to go out there and enjoy. I like to go out there and listen to the the people uh, as far as businesses are concerned, letting people know about what they do. The Chamber of Commerce is much more than that kind of thing. You know, they got people have been together and friends uh, for life at just because of that group right there so if you get an opportunity check out the chamber meeting every thursday morning over at McAllister deli 8 a.m don't be late they have all kinds of fun things and you can learn a lot about businesses and they have a feature business uh at the halftime they they they're there for an hour and right at the middle they have a feature business that you can learn a little bit more about that feature business so that having been said it is what it is check it out it is the remembrance ceremony right there for the city of Rowlett. 
in keeping with the tradition that goes on as far as giving and things of that sort, um, uh, there was an announcement made by Cheryl Stewart uh, over on the Living in Rowlett page that they need your help. Volunteers, 12 and over, are wanted to help with the big Christmas do-over. It's an event where the tornado-affected residents from Rowlett and Garland um, and other affected uh, cities can come and bring their kids to pick out some toys for all the ones that have gathered at the Salvation Army. Uh, So Toys for Tots and private donations. This event's going to happen on December 17th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. Okay, so check that out. Uh, They need help also on the 14th from 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. and all day on Friday on the 16th to set it up. So if you have any time that you can go over uh, to donate your time uh, to help them with that, it's the big Christmas do-over. So make sure that you get that all squared away. If you're looking for something to do to help, uh, that can get done and you can be a part of something that is really kind of cool if you think about it. So again, it's the big Christmas do-over. By the way, um, that that is so huge, by the way, that they're kicking it all off. And there's lots of places that you can find out about this and things of that sort. You can also give uh, to the uh, cash to the Tornado Christmas uh, Fund. It's located on YouCaring. Uh, so it's YouCaring.com. Uh, December 6th. Uh, let me see. De- I'm trying to get the web page here, and the web page is not loading correctly. So, um, so that having been said, check that out. Let me just hit this button right here, and I'll be able to help you out with that. Um, so you can go there, and you can donate uh, as well as if you can't get the toys yourself and you want to help out. Yeah, you can do so, and check it out on youcaring.com. It's called the Big Christmas Do Over. You should be able to find it there if you put a search in there. So, uh, check that out. That's kind of cool as well. By the way, as I was perusing and getting ready for today's show, I rolled across, and maybe it's me, I don't know. I'm a parent. I have two kids. You know, they had, you know, grown up, now they're in high school. Okay. So, granted, you know, one just came from middle school, the other one just went into high school three years ago. And I, I came across this, and, and I love, and folks, let me just preface this. I love the Garland ISD. I really do. Um, they're, they're good. But sometimes they just completely miss on not thinking. And, and sometimes I wonder, where is all this coming from? And just not thinking. And that right there just shows the intention of the fact that you're just not thinking. There's nothing that was that when I'm about ready to say what I'm going to say, it, it was intentional. But it just someone is not thinking. Now, granted, I I don't want to get into you know what can end up happening later on in life, but just the fact of the matter is, and I'm just a guy that kind of goes with rights of people. And those rights also extend to our kids. Our kids have a right to privacy. Our kids have a right to everything. But I, I came across this thing, and I, and I think I would have flipped if I would have saw this. And the Garland ISD needs to put a stop to it. And, and, I, and I know I'm overreacting just to let everybody know. 
but you, you there's certain things you should do and should not do and you shouldn't even think about doing so I, I came across this post in the Rowlett page Sharon uh, Demergani put this up and I thought it was interesting now I'm not going to read some of the comments because some of the comments are outlandish um, and, and things of that sort but here's this thing this this is sometimes and like I said I like the garland but they just force things on you as a parent that I, I sometimes wonder if they think they're the parent and you know more so but this is what they, they received the paper it says this year we want to include each child in the yearbook again and they decided to do a fingerprint okay okay fine fine idea whatever you want to do great but that's not even the bad part that's bad enough that's bad enough but the way they're going about this is incre increasingly worrisome to me. And I say that because it, it scares me when I think about this. It says, if you do not want your child's fingerprint included in the yearbook, please return this form. How about doing it just a little bit differently? How about if you want your child's fingerprint in there, return this form? More so than, ah, we're just going to do it unless we get something that says. That's what I hate about it. Now, granted, I, you know, I, I'm probably blowing this completely out of proportion, but this goes back to the schools saying, oh, we're going to do what we're going to do. Half the time, papers don't get home from the kids. I love the kids and everything, but half the time, the papers don't get home. But... How about if you want your child's fingerprint in this yearbook, then you bring back the paper. More so than, oh, if we don't get a paper, we're going to do it. So, that having been said, I find this very, very interesting. I, I think it's really, I think it's really crazy uh, that they're just going to do this regardless because I'm going to tell you as a parent I know and I love my kids I didn't get all the paperwork that I was supposed to get as a parent going through that I probably would have had a conniption if I did get all of them but that's what these schools do I, you know, this is I, and, and like I said folks I do understand that I am blowing this completely out of proportion I mean what are they going to do I mean so you know Having fingerprints for yourself you, that you're supposed to keep in case something happens for your kids, keep them for yourself, that's great. But putting them out there, it's not a great idea. And, and, I, and here's one of the things I want to tell you. That I don't understand a lot of things about technology. At all. But I want to know myself. You know how this somehow can come back and get them later on. With the way, I mean, burglars are smart. I mean, they spend a lot of time. It makes you kind of wonder if you know if they spent a little bit more time in school instead of thinking about ways of ripping people off. This right here, this is a classic example that could take something and gets you know come back later on. 
after technology can figure out how you can, you know, figure out how to put something over your fingers, you know, to make your fingerprints, you know, come up differently and stuff like that. Folks, this is the way of the world. I mean, and if you're, if you don't think about it, and you, I get why people, ah, no, no problem, fingerprint, no problem, but it should be the other way around. Get that paperwork, if it's signed and returned, then you can have it. More so than, oh, we're just going to do it unless we hear from you. Since when has everything gotten to a parent that's supposed to get to a parent? Oh, yeah, yeah. And and like I said, I know I'm blowing it out of proportion. But I, I just, I find this incredible. So, you know. Some of the comments from the posts are quite humorous. But I, even though it's way out there, like an example, you know, Rile up these 15 years from now, I cross-checked the fingerprints with the elementary school yearbook and it's a match. Folks, I'm telling you right now, as funny as that is, that that could be something. I, I just, I, I find it very interesting. So, Sometimes they miss, and sometimes. But here's the here's the thing. I know the intentions are are nothing but positive, and I get that. But sometimes they just miss. But I don't like the fact. Oh, we're just going to do it until we hear from you. How about we'll do it if we have your permission? That means a permission slip. I don't know. I I I I just uh, makes you kind of wonder. Makes you kind of wonder. So, um, as it is, I mean, it, the, these yearbooks and everything else, you know, uh, it, it's quite interesting. So, I don't know. I don't know if they're doing this throughout the whole Garland ISD or if it's just one school or how they're doing it, but it, it, it is alarming. So, you got to look out that way, especially if you're parents. You got to look out for your kids. You got to look out for the best interests of you. And this one just, you and know, I thought I'd give this a push. This just went outside the lines. that I found. Uh, Lee Ann Minor Morgan uh, put this one out uh, because there's not a lot of kids signed up for this uh, event. And it's in four days. She announced it yesterday. Uh, it was five days. Now it's four days. Uh, so share this with any kids and everything there's a lot of fun activities planned as far as a friday night get together now this thing's kind of cool here um this happens on friday december 16th from 6 p.m until 10 30 p.m pre-k to fifth graders at the Raleigh high school cafeteria um it this includes dinners craft games movies pictures with santa they're also the halftime that happens at the Raleigh game that's happening there at that time, okay, you get to see that personally, okay. So uh, check this out. They they're gonna it's gonna be uh, for four and a half hours. So they got karaoke games, uh, watching the halftime from the varsity game as well, uh, making ornaments and all kinds of good stuff and cookies. Get this checked out. Thirty dollars uh, for a single child, fifteen dollars for an additional sibling. Um, so check that out. It, it's over at the Rowlett High School cafeteria. It happens on Friday, December sixteenth. There is a basketball game that night as well. So the parking lot will look like there's a lot of things going on. Uh, but check that out again. And an announcement coming from, from one of, of dancers, our city councilman, this uh, workshop. City council. So if you get an opportunity. 
there's not a lot uh, of Debbie Bobbitt on Friday, December I mean, 16th, Senator Bob Hall Town Hall happens. Uh, so make sure you get that thing checked out. Uh, Senator Hall is going to discuss the state of the important legisl- legislative activities in Texas that also can really affect what's happening in the Rowlett area. So get an opportunity to check that out at the Rowlett Community Center. That's located at 5300 Main Street in Rowlett uh, from 1 to 2.30. So again, Senator Bob Hall Check that out on Friday. That should be a really interesting thing. In fact, I will be going there. Maybe I can get an opportunity to speak with Senator Bob Hall and do an interview with him. And we can. That's one of my goals uh, to go with this. So I'm going to actually end up going there and see if I can steal a few minutes of Senator uh, Bob Hall's time as well. So get an opportunity. You can check that out. It's the. It's a discussion that is really important. Uh, for some of the things that happen here in your area here, of course, with Rowlett. Also, some other toy drives that are going on. Uh, there's a Rowlett is having a stop a cop toy drive, okay? If an officer is not on call or flag, you can flag him down and give him an unwrapped toy uh, to take to the police station. Um, there's also other drop-off locations across the city. Um, so that is going on right now. Uh, so check that out. So get it all squared away. Again, it is the stop a cop toy toy drive that is happening um so depending on the situation and uh, getting all squared away uh there's uh there's a lot of funny things that you know that comments come on with that but i've, I've been reading it on the, the facebook page so check that out it's a pretty good deal uh as far as the local area and the local cops now kind of cool thing um, that's going on. It's the Sunset Santa 5K. It's about to happen in downtown Rowlett. This happens on December 17th at 4 p.m. It's the third annual Sunset Santa 5K walk and run or stroller event. Uh, that happens here in Rowlett. So um, make sure you check it out. Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, who's a sponsor of the show, as well as our sports that we're going to, are going to be doing uh, the starting warm-ups uh, there. So get out there, check that out, and get it all squared away. Uh, that's kind of cool. So members need to come and join and kick off the race if you're a member of Fit Body Boot Camp over there. Uh, get it checked out. Sunset Santa 5K holiday uh, race and uh, you know walk and stroller run all that stuff. Check it out December 17th. The time is at 4 p.m. The location is at the Rowlett Chamber of Commerce building. So make sure you check that out. So you know it's that's kind of cool. I, you know I hope they have video of it. I want to see the Santas run. And I'm talking about real Santas, not the skinny people with the big belly. Uh, I, I want to see the ones. I, I don't know. I don't think I could do it. So check that out. It's kind of cool. The uh, Sunset Santa 5K. And you can also check out uh, the website. They have a website as well. It's called SunsetSanta5K.com. Uh, check that out. So uh, $30 for registration uh, through uh, today. 
you got to get it done today, um, but uh, in the price is going to go up. So make sure you check that out. Again, it's at the uh, Rowlett Chamber of Commerce at 4418 Main Street. Uh, so make sure you get that checked out. So uh, that's kind of cool. The uh, event timeline, just to give you an idea what's happening from 2.30 to 3.45, that's um, race day registration and packet pickup. You need to pick that up. 3.45 to 4 p.m., the pre-race uh, warm-up, um, you can get there. And Fit Body Boot Camp is sponsoring that. Get out there, get warmed up before you do the 5K at 4 p.m. And then awards at 5. So uh, check that out. And the awards, uh, overall top male and female uh, performers that are out there, top masters male and female awards um, in the age groups of 1 to 14 and then 15 to 19, then the 20 to 19, 30 to 39, your cats from my drift and what's going on there. Uh, so make sure you get that all squared away um, and get yourself done. You can also uh, have a race benefactor if you wish. The proceeds from the event will go to Life Message. Um, so that's what your your funding and they are a good good organization over there taking care of the Rowlett area and those that are in need at, at that time so uh, check that out again it's the sunset santa 5k and that happens again on december 17th in Rowlett, over at the Rowlett Chamber of Commerce at 4 p.m again get there 2 30 for registration and all that good stuff so what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the cut. Well, I'm going to say it again on the air with Sonny Clark. And when we come back, our segment, the Couch Potato Sports Show, we'll talk about the Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team. We'll talk about the Dallas Cowboys loss. Uh, uh, we'll do that actually first, and then we'll bring in the head coach of your Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team. That will be Jason Bush to finish out the show. So let's take that quick break here on the air with Sonny Clark. We'll be right back. In 1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive through coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is, amazing people serving amazing drinks amazingly fast. Scooter's only roast from the top 10% specialty coffee beans in the world. And their specialty? The Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooter's, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich velvety caramel gem. So make sure you check out Scooter's Coffee, located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooter's Coffee, located in Rowlett. selling your home could be the single most important decision you make in your life. You need someone with the experience and know-how to help you through this decision. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associate Realtors has you covered. Knowing the specifics of the Rowlett and Rockwall area is his specialty. Contact Brian at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com that's Brian with a Y, not an I, Chadwick, dot JP Homes for Sale, 
www.thebigcartel.com. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, learn the art of self-defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, we offer an after-school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one-year anniversary special. Two weeks and a free uniform for $19.99. That's right, $19.99 gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chang Lee's at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at mychanglees.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall, or Saxe area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done, residential, business, or industrial? Contact Allen Bauer Electric for all of your electrical needs. It's important to have a qualified, licensed electrician taking care of any electrical problems you may be having, so your loved one or customers are safe. We have built our business on quality for a fair price, and good customer service, but of course... Give Alan Bauer Electric a call at 214-356-0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Alan Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Sound too much. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Ready, set, Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports, sports news, news and talk. talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone can ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. Here's Sonny Clark. All right, we are back here on the air with Sonny Clark. This is the Couch Potato Sports Show segment as we talk about the things that are happening here in the area, Rowlett, within the sports community and things of that sort. Yesterday, your Dallas Cowboys take a 10-7 to loss. And, folks, let me tell you something. This was a game I actually, we did on the pregame on our show that we happened on Sunday uh, on the Couch Potato Sports Show where we take a look at all the games. I actually, as much as people think that I'm a Dallas Cowboy hater, I actually picked your Dallas Cowboys to get the victory in this game. Lots of things that happened in this game. If you actually stayed up and watched this game last night, it happened in prime time. But Eli Manning giving the Dallas Cowboys three opportunities just with his turnovers uh, in the secondary. The 
Dallas Cowboys gave the 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 are the uh, the Giants gave the Cowboys many many opportunities to win this game as well. And I, I, I will tell you, you can you can shake the you can shake the actual tree, and there were turnovers all over the place out there. They had three sacks, three turn uh, takeaways. Never mind the three that you know the other ones that didn't happen for them. They were two for thirteen on third downs. You would think. I mean, that's what the Dallas Cowboys held the Giants to. You would think that would end up with a W. I mean, really, look at that. I mean, you know, the the three sacks, the three takeaways, all from Eli Manning. Uh, you know, two or three on third downs. Um, but you got to score points. Dallas Cowboys didn't score points in the second, third, fourth quarters. Now, neither did they, but they scored enough. Three points after the Dallas Cowboys scored theirs. And then the Giants re-answered it right, pretty much right away. After that, all it was a, was a field goal game. So, there's a lot of things that you can look at in this game as a positive. This is a good loss for your Dallas Cowboys. Granted, they were swept by the Giants. But guess what? The final laugh does come to the Dallas Cowboys because they're going to win the division. But making the playoffs are the Giants' goal. And now, folks, you remember, if you go back a couple years back, the Giants getting on a roll, going into the playoffs, momentum their way. But they've got to get better play from Eli Manning. And this guy's a turnover machine, man. I'm telling you. And the Dallas Cowboys should have won this football game. But this is the time. This is the time when you take a look at the situation and how it happens. This is good. That This means, first of all, they know they're not unbeatable, which they are. Second of all, they got to get that mentality that, you know, they can do no wrong. They got to get rid of that. They also got to get back to the basics. Okay? The basics of the, what their team is all about. And they got away from that. So, getting back to reality, not necessarily that they're a bad football team, folks. You don't win 11 games in a row being a bad football team. But they, you know, they got to get into the realization that, yes, they can be beat, but you got to stay the course. They didn't cash in on the Eli Manning uh, turnovers, who sucks so bad. I cannot believe this guy is still thought of one of the better quarterbacks. No one's watching this guy. They only see two championships, two Super Bowls, two lucky Super Bowls. They don't see that this guy is nothing. Three huge turnovers that you can't capitalize on, uh, that's not going to do you any good for, for the Dallas Cowboys. You can't get blanked in three quarters in the NFL and expect to win a football game. And that is a rivalry game, a division game, a, you know, a, a payback game, if you will. And they didn't get the job done. 
And to add insult to injury, they dropped two interceptions in the secondary. Uh, Church would have had two, and Hitchens dropped one as well. So there's a lot of things. Now, you're going to hear, if you listen to sports today, you, you, you heard it. Yes, you heard it. All the political correct answers coming from Jason Garrett. But I'm going to tell you right now, if this guy's not fired up and in these guys' face saying, folks, we got to do better. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you I'll be shocked if he doesn't. Now, all the talk about the Dallas Cowboys... Putting in Tony Romo. I, I, really? 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 Come on, guys. You got to let this kid lose a game here every once in a while, okay? And, and, hey, I'm the first to tell you right now, the better quarterback's Tony Romo. I, I mean, if you, if you want to argue about that with me, you can do so. But I'm going to tell you right now, the better quarterback's Tony Romo, but not for this team. And this team has gathered around this rookie, never mind Ezekiel Elliott, to where a loss like this will only make them stronger going into the playoffs. I said it before, I didn't want them to win out for the rest of the year. I didn't want them to go 15-1. and one. I wanted them to go 13-3. and three. They're two there. Can't spell Dallas without at least two L's. Okay. I want to see this. I They need to lose another one, too. And they need to lose another heartbreaker, too. And that will make them stronger going into the playoffs. If they went and just ran it and ran you know, ran through the rest of it without losing the game, I was going to tell you straight out, they'd be done in the first game, whether it's in the first round or second round. Obviously, if they ran the table, it would have been the second round. They would have lost that game. This game right here, it's a good loss for them. Get them back down to basics and figuring out what they do well as a team and try to capitalize on the mistakes that are handed to them. Again, the three sacks, huge. But three Eli turnovers, you can't capitalize on one of them. You stop the Giants two of 13 on third downs and you still can't win this game? You have to score points in the NFL. Seven is not going to win a game for you. I'm sorry, it's just not. The game's not made up that way. You can't expect just to hang around and get wins. Especially a division game and they already beat you once. You got to make moves. You got to make, and, and they got to make sure they stay up on it. If you take a look at what happened in this game, they got away from their 50-50. running to throwing the ball. They threw the ball for you know they threw the ball too much. Thirty-nine times compared to only twenty-four rushes, folks. That is spells disaster for your Dallas Cowboys. It really does. They have to maintain that balance in their offense and their defense or they're going to lose the game. And that's what happened. That's what you saw yesterday. You saw a Dallas Cowboy team lose the game because they got away from their own game plan. So they got to get that straight or it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a long rest. They got 
they still got three more games this season. They're, they're going to lose one more. Don't, don't, don't. I mean, if you're a bandwagoner, fine, you can jump off it. But if you're a Dallas, real Dallas Cowboy fan, don't start talking about Tony Romo. Don't start talking about, oh, here we go. Listen, these this team won games against the Packers. They had no business winning. Against the Steelers, no business winning. So you keep positive. I'm not a Dallas Cowboy fan. In fact, I'm accused of being a hater. I'm a Dallas Cowboy realist. This is a good loss for your team. And it will also send messages after the coaching staff gets a hold of this film and talks to their players. Huge game. And you can say whatever you want. The Dallas Cowboys needed this loss. So, when you also took a look at the Washington Redskins got a victory over Philadelphia, that was a big time win. They improved to 7 and 6. And they're trying to prime themselves up there getting up there. So in this division, you got the Eagles, got who who are pretty much out of it. But the Washington Redskins, they're trying to fight the battle to try to get a, a wild card right now. Right now, the Dallas it goes through Dallas and the New York Giants. If the if the playoffs were going to start today, the Patriots and the Cowboys would get the bye. Over in the NFC, it would be Seattle and the Dallas, uh, uh, the Detroit Lions, and then the Atlanta Falcons. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboy rival New York Giants. Over in the AFC side, the Patriots obviously get the first round by. Then you're going to see Kansas City and the Steelers. They'll be at the top after them. And then it's right now, as of right now, the Houston Texans, Oakland Raiders, and even after a miserable, miserable game. The Denver Broncos would still be in there. So let's take a look at the standings within the NFL. So you got an idea what's going on. Let's start with the AFC because it doesn't affect us. But as far as us getting, uh, us being the Dallas Cowboys getting there. New England Patriots 10-2. and two. They play tonight. They had the Baltimore Ravens. Going to be a good game. Doesn't matter if they win this game. Except that if they don't win this game, they're going to be tied with two other teams over in the AFC West. We'll talk about that division. But 10-2. 8-5 and Miami Dolphins. 6-7 and Buffalo Bills. Done. New York Giants. Or, I'm sorry, New York Jets. 4-9. and Done. AFC North. Pittsburgh Steelers sitting right there. Primed also going to 8-5. to are the Baltimore Ravens if they can figure out how to beat the Patriots tonight. Cincinnati Bengals, 5-7-1, done. Cleveland Browns, 0-13, were done before the before training camp. AFC South, an interesting division. Right now on top are the Tennessee Titans at 6-7, right there, Houston Texans, 7 or, I'm sorry, 
Seven and six are the Tennessee Titans. So are the Houston Texans. Seven and six. The Indianapolis Colts are six and seven. Now, folks, when you talk about the Indianapolis Colts, you talk about a football team that normally just wins this division by themselves. But the Houston Texans gave them a horrible loss yesterday for that to move forward for them. 22 to 17. And then, of course, my Jaguars. I'm a Jaguar fan. They're horrible. Oh, they've been horrible for the last 17 years. Gotta love a loser, I guess. 2-11. and 11. AFC West, quite possibly the best division in football. And the potential of all of that division being good. Sitting on top of that division, the 10-3 and 3 are the Kansas City Chiefs, followed by the 10-3 and 3 Oakland Raiders. Yeah, I said it. But the Kansas City Chiefs have the tiebreaker over them right now. And the Denver Broncos at 8 and 5, San Diego Chargers 5 and 8 out on the season. Over in the NFC, let's start with the NFC North where the Lions have that division right now looking pretty good. Lions can knock out the Green Bay Packers with one more win. As the Lions lead that division at 9-4, Minnesota 7-6, along with the Green Bay Packers. And the Chicago Bears at 3-10. In the NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons 8-5 are doing exactly what I thought that they would do. They're 3-2 in the last five. They've been horrible, but they got the win yesterday. Improved 8-5 and have taken over that division, keeping... The division on their side, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are also eight and five. New Orleans Saints five and eight, and the Carolina Panthers five and eight. Done. One more victory from one of those two teams before knocks them out, and they're done. NFC West, Seattle Seahawks eight four and one. On top of that division. Arizona Cardinals five seven and one done. Rams four and nine done. San Francisco 49ers one and twelve done. Talk about a storied franchise that has just gone in the crapper. Now to the NFC East. Dallas Cowboys eleven and two, which is good. Giants are nine and four. Both teams are four and one in their last five. The Redskins still hanging on right now. They're 7-5. and five. They're trying for a wild card. Philadelphia Eagles, done. But the interesting thing, when you take a look at this, the way it ends up, in this division, there are huge games that have the Dallas Cowboys numbers. One of them is the Detroit Lions game. I'm going to tell you right now, that one's tough. That's in two weeks. But next week, I mean, listen. If the Dallas Cowboys can't beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers handily, you really do got something to worry about, Dallas Cowboy fans. You really do. They have to get that win. That should be the win. The other game that they lose 
could be that Detroit game because Detroit's playing for their division and you know it's all about in reality you know positioning because right now if it ended the the Lions would be right there and they'd get the bye so this is an important game for the Lions and listen the Lions are a thorn in this football team's side they really are so they've got to get that part straight and beat the Lions. Last game of the year at Philadelphia, they should be able to get that victory. So, like I said, they got one more loss in them, and it would be a good loss, but I that game I don't think would be a good loss. So let me just read. The, the loss against these Giants, good loss. A, a loss against either Tampa Bay, that would be a horrible loss. But that's one they can grow on. The bigger horrible loss and the one that they don't want to lose, the Detroit Lions. Playoff caliber football team, they have got to show up. And they got to do whatever they got to do to win that game. That game's at home. So two straight home games for the Dallas Cowboys right here. Over there in Arlington, over at Jerry World. So you get the opportunity to go check that game out. It's going to be a very, very interesting, interesting time of the year. So that's your Dallas Cowboys in a nutshell. Don't want to talk about the Mavericks. The Mavericks have basketball tickets on sale for ten bucks. I don't need to go over. I don't need to tell you that the that the Mavericks are not a good basketball team. Maybe they can figure it out. We will talk about them, but they're just not good. Stars. They need to impress. They need to improve. They've got the. They have the potential. But right now, they're just not doing it. I'm going to talk to Christopher Curtis about that in a couple of weeks here on the air with Sonny Clark here on the Couch Potato Sports Show uh, portion of the show on, on the air with Sonny Clark. So that's a huge. What we're going to do now is we're going to take our final break here on the air with Sonny Clark. When we come back, we're going to finish it up with the head coach of your Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team. It's going to be Jason Bush after the break here on the air with Sonny Clark. We will be right back. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Don't just call any heating and air conditioning repairman. Call an expert. At Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning, we are your experts. Whether it's a seasonal maintenance that keeps your system running at a peak efficiency or a complete replacement of your system, Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning does it all. 
Common Sense Solutions for your home comfort. Stevenson's, where quality is our standard, not our goal. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 or check them out on the web at stevensonshvac.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure any surprise is a welcome one and reduce the threats to your retirement. Nest Egg Wealth Advisors specialize in helping protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. By the way, I'm going to bring on the head coach of this basketball team. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, actually. It's Jason Bush. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing well, Sonny. How's everything, man? I appreciate you having me. No, d- doing good getting ready for this is one of my favorite times of the year. We know the craze in Texas, and this is one of my goals I'm trying to work on for you here, Coach, is, is that we know this is a football state without question. But with the fact that with the Eagles, unfortunately, out of the playoffs as far as the football is concerned, it's now time to turn our attention to the varsity basketball team. Now, you're going now into your fourth season as the head coach of this basketball team after taking over Stan Blackman and a pretty successful, you know, tenure so far, I, I, I'll put it to you this way. I was impressed with the first year and kept getting impressed year after year. You've handled, uh, you've handled taking over a basketball team who don't know anything about you pretty well. What do you think is the important things that you're getting across to your kids uh, in order to have the success you've had here for the last uh, three years? Well, I, I I appreciate the kind words, Sonny. Uh, that 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 means a lot to me. Uh, you know, uh, really, the 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 culture here was was uh, was one that these uh, young men 
they take care of the business in the classroom and they take care of the business on the floor as well and they want to be the best and and that fits with my dna because i want to coach guys who want to be the best and when you get that mixed together sonny uh these last uh these last you know three years going on four you said uh you know it's it's been a it's been tremendous they're great kids we have a great administration uh, and you know, you talked a little bit about football. We love everything that uh, Coach Stevens and the and the Eagles have done over there on the on the football field. We're very very proud of it, and we think that uh, you know a successful school has got to it's got to start with the success of the football team. And 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 so we're very very proud of Coach Stevens and what he's done. And and I, I enjoy the fact that it's on my shoulders to keep that going uh, throughout the winter. And so uh, you know, I've been very very pleased uh, with everything so far. Got a lot of work to do. Uh, but very, very happy with my situation. Yeah, it, 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 it's been something that you never know what you're going to get into when you go into a new job. You're coming from Lakeview Centennial as an assistant, moving into the head coaching position. Yeah, was there any, uh, you know, anxiety about going from one job to another to take over a team that has been, you know, only had one coach through its history, of course, that being Stan Blackman? Well, you know, it's uh, – I'll put it to you this way. Uh, I, you know, I lived the charmed life over there at Lakeview. We were really, really successful. We were, we were able to put together some seasons, uh, you know, that are unmatched in Garland ISD. And, and I had – I continued to have the, uh, you, know, the, the uh, you know, the mindset that I want to create that uh, here at Rowlett. I was always looking at this Rowlett job, this Rowlett school, the players, as, as something that uh, could be definitely uh, valued. And, and, and definitely something that, uh, you know, was, was, was look, looked great from all aspects out as an outsider. And so uh, I was very, very excited, very, very encouraged uh, uh, to be able to get this spot. Uh, and, you know, uh, to, to, to replace the school's only head coach in the history, uh, th- there's some big shoes to fill. And I've told you this before, physically, because Stan is such a huge guy. Absolutely. And, and then obviously, I, I obviously metaphorically as well, because – uh, you know, the, the, the basis of the success of Rowlett basketball has been on, on his shoulders. And so I was very, very honored. Uh, I've gotten to know Coach Blackman really, really well over these last couple uh, of years. And so I'm, I'm thankful for his support. And, and I, I'm thankful that, uh, that he got the program going in the right direction uh, so we can continue to, to, to keep it going in the right direction and, and maybe achieve a little more. Well, your first year going 20-5 and five overall was, I, I'm going to tell you, just as an outsider looking in, and knowing what I know about sports, it's a tough situation for a new guy to come in, take over a, a team, um, didn't necessarily have, I mean, 20 you know, twenty and 5 is pretty impressive uh, when you go into your first year. Uh, had a little, you know, had to work a little bit there as far as the next season as you went 14-15 and 15 overall, but district, you were 10 and four, which was the important thing that got you into the playoffs that year. And then, of course, this past season, you know, really good, successful season, 24 and seven, 13 and one in district, doing what you're doing uh, to this point in this, you know, your career there. What, what are the expectations? I mean, let's talk a little bit about some of the losses. Of course, we lost some main characters for this uh, basketball team, uh, you know, losing uh, Oliver Powell, a big time loss heading over to LSU. Um, and then one of your, I probably think one of your unsung heroes as well at the guard position. Let people know a little bit about some of the guys that we lost. Well, yeah, you know, like you said, uh, you know, we're replacing, uh, you know, Oliver Powell. Whenever, whenever you're replacing the district MVP, 
you know, you, 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 there's, uh, there's, some, there's some concern, definitely. Uh, you know, with the the loss of him, the loss of uh, you know JJ Murray uh, mm-hmm. as well, and you you said he was he was unsung, and that had to be unsung to the people that were not involved because uh, JJ was was an exceptional young man to coach for those three years, and uh, he brought it every single day, and he's one of the hardest workers that I've ever been around, and he was a tremendous leader on and off the floor. So so to to say that uh, to say that those guys aren't missed, uh, oh that's you know, that'd, that'd be ridiculous. You know, we, we had another young man in Randall Prim who came on his senior yes. year and definitely definitely was able to help us on Second the defensive end. Second half of the season. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. He came in there and he provided a great presence uh, in the middle. Uh, and, and we were able to play him and Oliver at the same time, and we were able to be successful with that. Mason Berryhill and, and Trent Bear, those guys like that who were able to fill a role for us and spot start for us and be able to shoot the ball and defend, they're a big reason why we had – uh, the most successful season in school history last year. Yeah, that was it, it, it definitely talking about Mason, you know, with the three-pointers, filling that role of making the plays when he had to, putting in the numbers. That And you had a lot of guys like that. Uh, this year, you still – you get the younger brother. Uh, you got Joel Murray uh, back there. Alex Mentor is a senior. Uh, we've seen him throughout being as a sophomore. A.J. Barnes as well, getting back out on the basketball court. Devin Mitchell came along at, at the end of the season last Last year, Lewis Warren, also good guys. We, you got a good set of guys getting back there, and then of course the guy that's probably leading you up right now, Brayden Bell at this uh, center position. Uh, you got a good nucleus back with this basketball team. Well, uh, I think you're correct, Sonny, and and uh, and I like those guys. And like you said, a number of those guys have been with since they were sophomores, and uh, those guys are battle tested, and and they know what it takes to win. They were all a part of that. Uh, team last season, uh, the the twenty four and seven, the regional quarter finalists. So those guys know what it takes to win on a daily basis in terms of practice, and they know the expectations set forth with them. And so it's a, it's 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 a joy to coach those guys because those are the core of the guys that that want to be great. And like I said, that matches with my DNA com, uh, completely. And when you get that mix, uh, I think you can play some great basketball. And and fortunately, we were able to do that last season. And and I think we're starting it off on the right foot again this season. Absolutely. Now, taking a look at some of your other guys, you have to fill some roles, obviously. So you brought some guys up, I imagine, from the junior varsity. Also have a transfer. Let people know a little bit about some of the other names that, if you haven't been following Rowlett, if you have been following Rowlett basketball, you know the guys we just mentioned. Who are the new guys that are uh, taking a step up into the varsity team? Sure. Well, we've got three of those guys. Uh, Aaron Johnson, Hugo Obanecki, and Carson Lawyer are all transplants from the junior varsity. A very, very, very successful junior varsity. Matter of fact, yes. only had one loss the yep. entire year. And so, the, the, the coaches, uh, coaches, unless you're a coach, you don't know how how fantastic that is. When I say that all my returning varsity guys know how to win and they're battle tested. Well, I've got guys coming from the junior varsity that are battle tested as well, and they don't know how to lose because they didn't lose last season. Exactly. So, uh, you know, when you when you intertwine that, Sonny, uh, you you can have something special. But but we expect big things from Hugo and Aaron down low in that four or five position, and then we expect some big things uh, from Carson uh, Loya, uh, you know, around that guard type position. He he does a tremendous job. He's got some guards in front of him. Uh, but 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 those three guys are, are talented and, and they work and and so when you combine those two, 
it's it's a good mix. Uh, you know, we we we've got a transfer from Bishop Lynch High School, uh, Jordan Buck. He's a 2018 kid. He's a junior. Uh, he, he's come in and he's assimilated uh, uh, tremendously. Uh, uh, got got a nice little stroke. Does a great job shooting the ball, um, and and has picked up defensively. Six five, uh, you know, so he's 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 got the ability to 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 go down low and to get a rebound and to and to muscle up. But like I said, he he's got a tremendous shooting range, and and throughout these first three games, uh, he's he's proven that. So we're we're really excited about those those guys uh, uh, that, that that are new additions to the team because I think they mesh perfectly uh, with the other core group, uh, you know, that's been there for a while. Taking a look at where you are, you are three zero at this point. Uh, these, these are games that we don't uh, obviously promise to our sponsors uh, as far as the commercials and things. That doesn't start till January, so I'm getting started a little bit early here, giving them some extra time as far as the sponsorship of the basketball. Having been said three and zero, and the way that you've been winning. Now, obviously, I wasn't there to see that, but taking a look at the stats of those games as I went through all of them, you're getting some good participation from a lot of players, not just one or two guys. No, you're, you're absolutely right, Sonny. I, I've, we've been fortunate that, that these have been some, some great team efforts, and, and that's what we preach every single day in practice. And, and I know it's a cliche, but it's, but it's absolutely correct. If, if, if we're able to play some team basketball, move the ball around, I think, we've got the, I think I've got the puzzle pieces uh, you know, to be able to score the ball and be, and be able to get stops. And, and so, like you said, it, it's worked out well uh, against Parrish, Mesquite Horn, and Mesquite Poteet. Uh, where we were able to spread the score out a little bit and, and, and be very, very tough to stop. And like I said, like I tell them every day, if we're doing the things that we're coached to do, uh, we can be very, very tough to stop. And, and that's played out the first three games. I hope it continues tonight and, and then obviously on to the weekend, the Curtis Colwell Tournament. Yeah, t- definitely. We're going to try to cover that as well. I'm going to make arrangements to be over there for that uh, first game on Friday, Good. and then of course it goes everywhere. Where I, it, but it, but it, that having been said, when you take a look at that, you get Horn again in that first round, so you've already got an idea what's coming there. You know, so and it's not to insult the other teams, but uh, seeing how the districts play out and the strength of the districts, you know, how they figure six A and all that other stuff. How are, how was pair? Uh, pair um, uh, Pasacol and uh, Horn and Petit uh, compare as far as where they are in the rankings of 6A and things of that sort. Are they all 6A or are they different? Well, uh, b- both Petit and 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 Petit's 5A, uh, Horn Horn is 6A, and then Parish is a Parish is a tap school, just like uh, our John Paul II opponent uh, tonight. Got it. Those are three. Those are those are three very well coached teams. Uh, those are three programs that I respect. And the head coaches that I respect that do it the right way, and and you know, like you said, you know, we were fortunate to be able to come up on uh, on the on the on the winning end uh, by by a good amount. Uh, but but that the credit goes to uh, you know the credit goes to our guys and the ability to uh, put people away and and to be hard to guard. And so you know we're 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 very fortunate we started this way. We know there's we know there's uh, the challenges are going to get greater and greater as we go on throughout the week and then throughout the month and then obviously January and February it's going to be extremely hard so uh I, these guys know what's coming uh they they've been there before they're battle tested and so i'm excited to see uh how much better we can get throughout uh december and and then get into january and february now we got to uh, 
some teams that are undefeated within district. I mean, our district has changed a little bit as we got North Garland, Garland, uh, Lakeview Centennial, Naaman, Forest, Saxe, and South Garland um, in our districts. Uh, looking at Lakeview Centennial, your team where you just came from, this is a basketball team that I always look at where you guys are on the schedule with them because it always seems like you guys are going to come down with a battle at the end of the season with that basketball team. Uh, off to a 4-0 start, yet a good season for them as they are getting started and then of course it, you know some other teams haven't played as much as Garland's 2-0, North Garland's 1-0, uh, 2-1 name and force. This district I think within this district you've got some really good basketball teams that are going. Uh, some teams also only through some struggles at early um, and I think that's a direct result of losing some of the guys that they depended on and they got to try to work them into the system. Sort of a little bit like the the one year that you had a couple years back as you had to maybe fight through injuries and get used to uh, the new basketball season to get ready for district. No, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, You know, it's with, with the district, these coaches that are in this district, uh, I respect them all close to all of them. Uh, You know, they, they do a great job with the X's and O's. They do a great job running the program and, and they know everything that I'm going to try to do, just like I know everything they're going to try to do just, and, and so that makes it, uh, infinitely more difficult to to win on Tuesdays and Friday nights, and and you don't have to be ranked, and you don't have to have uh, a whole bunch of wins or anything like that. It's simply them knowing me and my philosophy and what I'm going to try to do, and me knowing what they're wanting to do and how they're going to get their stops and how they're going to get their points. It's knowing all that that makes it a very very difficult uh, hour and a half, two hours on. Uh, uh, on Tuesdays and Friday nights, and and so it's it's going to be tough. Uh, it, like you said, you know, Lakeview's Lakeview's off to a great start. I know I know Garland and Naaman are off to a great start. South Garland has played some very very tough opponents, so they're battle tested yes, they already. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yep. and 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 you know you you can look at that and you can you can you can uh, you can try to position yourself already in this position we're in you know we we haven't lost or they've got this many wins or they've got this many losses but in actuality it's uh it's it's always comes down to january and february and making sure your team is ready to go and i'm i I, i'm confident that 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 we will get there uh i'm glad we've got a month to get there but uh you know everybody's kind of looking at it nothing nothing none of the records right now will matter uh it's just going to matter who's on top in january and february and so i'm looking forward to that challenge uh, you know, from all the teams in the district. Yeah, and I take a look at this as far as where you've been and what the teams that are playing right now. I will tell you this is, you know, you're moving in, you still get that Rockwall game I'm really excited about as well um, to get yep. going on that. Uh, so we don't lose the cross-the-bridge rivalry, but as you're moving into, you're going in and going into the Curtis Call where you start off with Horn. How does that tournament work? I mean, if you win, do you come back the next day? Is it later on in the day if you lose? How does that whole thing work? as far as where the timing of the games are going to be, or do you even know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll start off on Thursday at 1 o'clock against Mesquite Horn, and, and on the Thursday-Friday games, everybody will play uh, one game a day. So we'll play our game versus Mesquite Horn on Thursday, and then, you know, we'll take the results of that. That'll be dependent upon where we play on Friday. And then hopefully, hopefully if we're doing the right things and headed towards the right side of the bracket, we'll play two games on Saturday, the semifinals and the finals, and if you if you end up there, 
you're in great shape. You're you're doing Absolutely. things right, and you're having a good you're having a good weekend because that means you're you're winning. And so, uh, you know, very very tough because you've got a matter of four games in three days. It, it could be quite Absolutely. taxing. Uh, mm-hmm. The 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 Friday game could be potentially at eight thirty p.m. That's that's quite a late start, and then and then the Saturday game uh, potentially after a win. Uh, would be early in the morning, and so you're you're looking at a very quick turnaround for a team that likes to run and press and things like that. Uh, it becomes it becomes a, a concern, and so you you want to make sure that you're uh, uh, you've got your legs and you've got your wits about you, and you're doing everything that you need to do. Uh, but obviously, you know, winning is the name of the game, so you've got to make sure that you push through those uh, those three days of Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, to to set you up in good position. Now that having been said, you know the you know your your schedule. You got five games after the Curtis Caldwell Center uh, Classic before you go into the Allen In and Out Burger Classic. You know, so I, are these uh, scheduled? Do you have any say on which tournaments that you're going to play in, or is this already set up for you? I mean, the Curtis Cla- the Curtis Caldwell Classic. That one's a definite. It's right there, and it's gar- it's all about Garland ISD. But as far as outside tournaments, uh, do you? Have have any say in that or is that all set up with you no what i've i've got uh i've got a hundred percent say in into who we play into where we go and like i told you uh you know like like i told people you know all around i i i love playing programs that uh they do it the right way and and that they're that i respect their head coach uh when you talk about us going uh, right there from rockwall frisco liberty and richardson three three yes. games mm-hmm. right there in, in a row uh, those are three outstanding programs. Uh, those are three head coaches that I'm close with and, and that I respect uh, respect more than anything. And so it's it's a great challenge for us. Uh, and then, you know, I, obviously I select every year to go to that uh, in-and-out holiday tournament in Allen because uh, Coach McCullough at Allen, he does a great job with the tournament. It is, if you, if you take a look at the bracket, um, it is just littered with teams that are in the top 25 that, that have, have not lost yet and just are, are, are really, really, really good teams. And so, uh, you know, if, if you do well there at that tournament, you can kind of gauge yourself right before district. And, and so I, I enjoy uh, going to that tournament. I, I feel that it gets us prepared. And, and you know, uh, that's what it's all about at that time of year is making sure that you're prepared for January and February. Now, taking a look at that tournament, that's going to happen just a couple days after the uh, one year of the anniversary of the tornado right here in Rowlett. It's always on everybody's mind. It's never been forgotten in this area, especially, obviously, the areas that were hit, but definitely not in the community. Um, How do you think that weighs up on your players? I mean, is that still a factor? or Are they able to be able to try to put that behind their, you know, thoughts in for an hour and a half to get the get through the game and uh, get it all square is it, or does it st- is there still lingering feelings about that as far as the team is concerned you know that that's a that's a great question sonny uh, you know i would assume that coming up on the one year anniversary of 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 this that uh that there that there would definitely be some feelings and there would be some memories being jogged of of what this, some of these guys and some of their classmates and some of their family were were going through at that time, and so it would be very very difficult to uh, uh, to not uh, to not be able to think about it. I'm I'm sure that the Dallas Morning News and the, and different different media outlets are going to uh, do a story one year later after the tornado or you know this and that, and and I'm sure it's going to draw attention back to it, and so it'd be very very difficult for these guys not to think about it. 
having said that, I, I think they did a tremendous job last year. Uh, Absolutely. I, I think the, 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 the community of Rowlett as well as Rowlett High School and all the surrounding places that threw out their support, there was head coaches from other programs, there was, um, there was people who, who just threw their support at us. Uh, I, I think it's very, very easy to move on when you have a support system like that. And so right. uh, we were very, 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 very fortunate uh, uh, at the school. We're very, very fortunate within our program. Uh, and, and so it was one of those deals to where uh, it, it was easier to get past than people thought just because, one, most of my guys were not just directly, directly affected like some of their classmates were or other people around the area. And that was just by chance. Just the tornado just happened to not come down their street. And, right. and, and when, you, when, you, when, you, when they, you understand that and when you understand the proximity of how everything was in one block and how everything was one block away from that block, uh, you know, you, you get some perspective. And, and so that's what, I'm, that's what I was proud of my guys about, uh, you know, and, and, and they, were able to, they were able to move on from it. And, and so, like I said, that, that's what I was mostly proud of. That's what sports is all about, I think. I mean, being able Absolutely. to, Absolutely. you know, take that step and where not that you're going to forget, but you can kind of ease the feelings and fe- ease the emotions and get it into it. It's one of it's one of the reasons why I'm trying to push really hard to get people out to the basketball games this year, um, as we've had to always have had a pretty good crowd. In reality, is those games over at home, uh, over at Rowlett High School. So we're going to try to get uh, more people involved in the course listening here on the Rowlett. Eagles Radio Network as we're going to be bringing those games to you. Lots of people across the country, uh, not to brag or anything, but family members get the opportunity to hear the games and your parents uh, uh, tune in and everything is still uh, the same. Nothing has changed. They can go to the same place as they did last year um, as we bring those games again to them. So um, hopefully they'll be able to get the opportunity to listen to and we'll be doing the uh, pregame show an hour before tip-off as well. Uh, Sometimes it'll uh, replay a little bit until we get to the game because of sometimes the other games go late, but we're able to do that here um, moving forward um, as far as where Rowlett is concerned as far as the the growth of this community, the growth of the, the program, you know, looking at how do you plan for growth for your team? I mean, is it, is the recruiting involved? I mean, that has always been my, I know you look, you got a guy that come by, but I mean, was that a move or was that a recruitment? How does all that kind of work when you get guys uh, coming from other schools? Well, it, it, first of all, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's never been any type of recruitment at all in terms of me bringing players to Rowlett. Uh, It's, 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 it's very, it's very, very difficult. Uh, there's rules in place, and and Got it. those are the things. Those, the, that's the kind of nasty side about high school athletics, Sonny. That that I'm glad I, that I'm not privy to, or that I that I that I do not <laughs> part- know anything about. That I, that yeah. I, yeah, that I don't know anything about, or I do not participate. Uh, I, I I love the fact that that these guys uh, don't live very far from my school, and 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 can get to the school in a flash. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things to where. Um, I, I wouldn't want to do it any other way. That's why it, it's tough to uh, envision me as a college coach where I would have to recruit a young man. I, I you know, I, I don't think I would be very good at that. Uh, you know, the, the young man that tra- the young man that transferred in Jordan Buck, he's a fantastic kid. Uh, lived in Rowlett. Uh, you know, decided to to give public school a try. So we were very very fortunate uh, 
Uh, Got but, it. Uh, did 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 not know he existed until until he enrolled in <laughs> Rowlett, and so uh, you know that's uh, uh, it, but like I said that that was a uh, I I think that was a uh, uh, you know that was his and his family's decision. So so they're more than welcome to do what they need to do. Uh, you know they they've happened to stumble on a program that I'm very very proud of, and that I'm very proud to have him associated with, and 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 he can add. Uh, to us in terms of uh, our play on the floor and uh, our pride in the program. Now, you talk about programs and things. You do a lot within the community as far as the basketball team is concerned. I know that uh, they, they have basketball camps and things of that. How are you juggling the schedule? I mean, now it's basketball, but the off season you've got a lot of things that you do. Let people know what you do a little bit in the off season, whether it be you know, basketball camps and things of that sort. Well, you know, it, it, one of our one of our biggest things that, that that we try to reach out to the community is our basketball camp in the summer, and uh, you know, it, it's one of those deals to where you know we'll go around to the elementary schools and we'll make sure that those guys uh, get a brochure if they're our feeder elementary school and if they're if they have any envision of coming to Rowlett and playing basketball, we love those guys to be at camp and we love those guys to be uh, a part of our basketball community. They're able to be in the school. They're able to play. Uh, on our gym floor for a week. They're able to see our trophies. They're able to see uh, our banner hanging there that I'm very, very proud of. And, and so, uh, you know, it's one of those deals that I, I, I definitely feel after my third year of doing it, I definitely feel the, the community uh, supports us. And I, and, I, and I think those young men uh, in, in, in both junior high and in elementary school, they look forward to it every summer. And so yep. once you have kids that, once you have kids that uh, look forward to the camp every summer and put it on their calendar and, and can't wait to get there and can't wait to, to, to have some drills and instruction and some games, uh, you know, I think that's how you build a program. The kid that wants to be a Rowlett Eagle and play basketball for Coach Bush all the way since he was second, third grade. I, I think that's great. And my administration, my athletic department, and the and the staff there at Rowlett, they they've allowed me to be able to do that, and and it's been a it's been a tremendous deal. Our numbers have grown every summer, and and yep. and there'd be there'd be no way in the world that we uh, you know would ever stop doing that. It's a great feeling to be able to coach those guys. I'm a born coach. Whatever it is, if it's my team, if it's your team, anything, I I, I love uh, uh, addressing skill in terms of basketball, and so it's good to work with those young men, and it's something that I hope we can keep going for a very long time. Now, are the uh, players involved with that uh, the, the camp itself, or is that a coaching thing? How how, how do the kids fit into that? The, the 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 kids used to be able to fit in through through some district directives and and some UIL rules. Very very difficult to have them uh, uh, involved in it. Almost impossible it. to have them involved in it. So so my staff, Coach McCrone, Coach McKee, Coach Jackson, uh, you know, we we handle the brunt of it, and we we just we we love it. We would we wouldn't have it any other way, Sonny. And, and how about Coach McCrone? My favorite dude, by the way, over at Rowlett High School. Um, you know, uh, so much so when he got sick one year uh, at the Allen Holiday Tournament, we weren't covering the game. He he, he said uh, he called and asked me if we were covering it. I said no. And he said, man, I, I, that's uh, the only game he was ever going to miss. Um, as I, so I packed it up and I headed out to Allen for him. A great guy that you get to – I mean, you get to have this guy too with your right-hand man right there. Uh, on the basketball court as well, obviously at the school. Well, every, everything Richard does, Sonny, it's absolutely indispensable to to our success, and and he is instrumental uh, in every piece of our success. And I just uh, I, I couldn't be happier with my situation. I couldn't be happier 
with everything that Coach McCone does for us. And, um, you know, I could go on and on, list everything that he does, but there would just be not enough time, and, and, and it would be exhausting having to think about all the things that he does for the program. I, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to have him uh, as well as Coach McKean, Coach Jackson, Coach Huckabee. Uh, I think I've got – one of the best, if not the best, staff in the state. They allow me to do what I need to do, and they take care of their business. And 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 everybody's all in uh, to make uh, Rowlett basketball the uh, you know something that, that 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 people take notice of. And so, very very thankful, very very appreciative of uh, of everything those guys do. Definitely, and also Coach McCrone over with the basketball or the football uh, program doing a lot of that over there. And never mind, just you know having a hand in just Absolutely. about everything that goes on Absolutely. over there. Good guy, he is right. Jason Bush. He is the head coach of the Oralad Eagles varsity basketball team as we gear up for the uh, district that's going to start in January. Well, actually, you're going to have some district games before January, right? Should have one district game, name enforced. Uh, for us right there at the end of December, right uh, after Christmas break. So that's the way we'll do it. That's the way we'll start. And then we'll go ahead and we're going to be covering a lot. Hopefully we'll be able to get in with my work schedule with some of the uh, the uh, basketball games that are going on uh, throughout different times and days. We'll keep you up to date there on the Rowlett, uh, Rowlett, the Rowlett Texas page as well as the other Rowlett uh, community forums. We'll keep everybody apprised on what's going on with Rowlett Eagles Varsity Basketball. So that's going to do it for us here as he gave me a lot of time here to talk about Rowlett Eagles Sports. Thanks for joining us here at the beginning of the season. Coach. Sure thing, Sonny. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate everything you do, bud. And that's going to do it for us here on the air with Sonny Clark. Thanks for joining us here. We will have another show right before Christmas. I'm going to put that one together as we get closer to the remembrance. I'm going to be talking to some people here and uh, talk about their feelings and some of the sponsors uh, about their feelings about this tornado and the anniversary and what it means to them and the community. Uh, We're going to be talking to some people during that time. So I just want to give you a heads up on that one. That's going to be a good one. So thanks for joining us here on the air with Sonny Clark. I am Sonny Clark. Everybody have a good day. Bye-bye.